This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh my God, sorry. Wait till you see this. Oh my god. Wallace dips inside and hits. Oh, oh, what, a what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Obviously no football over the summer months, but as always, we're committed to bringing you Sheffield Wednesday content right up until the start of the new season. I'm James Mappin and with me this week is Mr. Liam Russell and Mr. Giles Coke. Uh, how are you, gents? Liam, are you uh, ready for the uh, new season? Obviously it's quite a few weeks away yet, but uh, yeah. Getting in the swing of things. Oh yeah, just uh, looking forward to see who we keep, who goes, who we might sign. You know, I like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, obviously we are recording this um, before the weekend. So uh, so yeah, by the time this comes out, I've prop the return list probably will have been uh, will have been announced. So uh, so yeah, Giles, uh, what about yourself? You're all good. Yeah, all good. Grimsby in the uh, in the playoffs. We took we we're talked in, about that on last episode, but uh, yeah, we're in the playoffs. Uh, Notts County on Monday. So yeah, really looking forward to that. I'm not yeah, sure the, if play, but still, well, that the, the the playoffs in National League is strange, oh, isn't it? Crazy, so weird, so so weird. Like you know, you're in like the the first. Well, like it's almost like the, the quarter final, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's so weird, but hey, that's the league, isn't it? Exactly, got to be, uh, got to be in there. Um, right, you, you may people listening may have seen the tweet that we put out. Uh, I think it was last week now. Where at WTID Pod, if you want to give us a follow, uh, we asked everyone for their most controversial Sheffield Wednesday opinion, and we received a lot of them, um, about 150 to be exact. So we thought we'd have a look at some, read some of them out. And obviously discuss some of them to see if there's any uh, any truth in it, or if, quite frankly, you're just talking out your ass. So uh, let's uh, let's get straight into them. Then I think I've got uh, about ten or twelve that we can uh, that we can go through. Um, first one is from Phil Cooper. He says we'd have stayed in the championship if we hadn't employed Darren Moore. Neil Thompson was doing just fine. Liam. What do, you, what do you think on that one? Uh, do you think Phil's got a point? I've literally just narrowed it down. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think we'd have stayed up under Neil Thompson? 
It's hard to say, isn't it? It's hard to anyway. Who knows the answer to that? It's because it, it's so easy, isn't it? Because he's for lost. People to say that now. He's lost what four in a row. Yeah, he did lose four in a row at the end. I mean, let's let's have a look at the, at the numbers. I mean, he started off well. Wins against Middlesbrough and Derby, by the way. That Derby game, I think it was live on Sky, where it, it was like around Christmas time, weren't it? That was probably the worst game I've ever, ever seen. I, I tell you, when we played Rotherham that same season, was the, was the worst game that, I, that I'd what seen. What was but that? The uh... Drone Gate, that one. When the, when the game got... Um, Oh, I, was that when they won in 19? No, no, no. That was, uh, I mean, the, uh, one, the other the, one. The other yeah, one. The, I mean, they wow. were, were both shit games against Rotherham that, that season, weren't they? But, but yeah, he had two wins, but then yeah, he had wins against Preston, Bournemouth and Wickham. But yeah, the, the finish with four defeats, including that 3-2 defeat against Luton, you know, the one where we were 2-0 up at half time and we just absolutely threw it all away in the, in the second half. I mean, I must admit... I didn't. I didn't want Neil Thompson to be our manager. It went. It's not. You know. He's not proven. He's not done anything, has he? Giles. Like, well, no. Listen. I'm a. I like Tomo a lot. I was there with him. Um. Uh, I do like him, but he's a coach. He's not a manager, in my eyes. Uh, really good guy. Done well, but you know, to say that if he was there, we would have stayed up. It's so easy to say that now, isn't it? Who Who knows? Maybe. Maybe he's right. Maybe if he was there, we would have stayed up, but. No, we didn't. We didn't do very well when Darren Moore came in, though. Yeah, I mean, when when Darren Moore came in, though, you look at the, you look at his numbers. I mean, you look now, um, one point five eight points per game, sixty nine games, thirty wins, nineteen draws, twenty defeats, hundred and nine points uh, in his time at Sheffield Wednesday. But if you look at just his championship form, there was fourteen games from when he came in. I think the first one was Rotherham, that Rotherham yeah, game that you've just that, alluded that, to. That one that I was on about, the yeah. Dizzy Brown corner. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Um, he had three three defeats in his first three games. Took him five games to get the win, which was against Barnsley. Um, only only managed three wins since Darren Moore came in, and he, we averaged less than one point a game. Whereas under Neil Thompson, it was. 1.36 so I think when you look at that point Phil Cooper yeah. does have a bit of a point doesn't he if you're, if you're going on strictly that then yes I'll say Mr Cooper he has a point but when you look at I, I don't think if at the time if we'd have kept if we'd have kept Thompson I, I, I don't think the fans would have wanted that do you know what I mean I wouldn't have, I wouldn't oh, no, have wanted wait. it all the f- fans are saying Darren Moore haven't got enough credentials Jesus Christ like, imagine if he'd have become permanent manager, I think they'd have been meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it, to be fair? thing is, that that season, I'd kind of resigned to the fact that we were getting relegated, like, after the Pulis era. Well, kind of when Thompson came in, in that temporary manager, that temporary manager kind of thing. At that point, I just thought, you know what, we're going to... We're going to get relegated. So to, for me, even when Darren Moore came in, I, d- I didn't even want to get. I didn't even want to stay up. To be perfectly honest, and that sounds really stupid, but I just had enough. Do you know what I mean? I'd had enough for all the, you know, I, I wanted to take the reset button and and what have you. But yeah, I mean, I think Phil's got a point. But like I said at the time, I, I think we, uh, I think we desperately need. Yeah, if you purely on it on stats like those stats, then yeah. But was. <laughs> You know, was Darren the like Darren Moore was coming in? Let's be honest. Whether it was then or the end of the season, and surely he wanted. If if you want your long term manager, you want him. You know, or you think he's going to be a long term manager, you want him to come in and have a few games with the players, whether it goes well or not. Had the board retired, you know, the 
chance here of the board resigned to the fact we're going down. I mean, it was fucking close in the end, weren't it? But yeah, I can't believe how close it actually was. So I can't, I can't believe that it went to the last game of the season. Like, you know, this season we're talking about if buts and maybes, but do you know what I mean? Like, literally one game. <laughs> that's all it. And now that's it, it. Could have hinged on that on that one game. I suppose you could say the same about this season with Sunderland and and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, for me, um, uh, go on then. Let's let's answer the question. W- would we have stayed up if uh, if Thompson were were still in charge? Like I said, we lost four games on the spin. It's no. a no for me. It's a no for me. I'm going to say no. Yeah. It's a no from me. That's why I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> on this on this week's episode of, uh, I'm going to say The Apprentice then, Dragon's Den. There we go. Um, right, we've got one from Wednesday Eye on Twitter. Quite a good one. I've said for many years, whilst ever relegated Premier League clubs get parachute payments, we will not get promoted to the Premier League. He also goes on to say, I don't expect us to see us, us to be in the Premier League in my lifetime. Now, the caveat on this one, I don't know how old Wednesday night is, so uh, it could be 70 years old for, for, all, for all we know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll throw the second half of the question out there, Giles. Will we ever see Sheffield Wednesday in the Premier League in your lifetime? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm saying within 10 years, Sheffield Wednesday are in the Prem. You reckon? Even yeah. that? I suppose I was about to say that that's soon. That's what I but... think. That's what I think. That's ten years, a ten year program to to get to the prem. I think it's doable with a, a club like like Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> I, the hard the thing is it's hard because I looked at <laughs> I looked at uh, like the teams that went up in twenty sixteen and then up and down essentially from there. Yeah, and there are a lot. Obviously, your Watfords, Norwich, West Brom, they're up and about. Um, Fulham in the last couple of years. But then you look at you look at like for example Cardiff, Huddersfield. I know they're still knocking about now, but yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to there's say. A lot, there's a lot of teams that haven't have never gone back to the back to the Premier League, and obviously I know we came out of it what five years after the Premier League became a thing. Whereas some of these have, have, have you know have gone into the Premier League and come out of it a lot, lot later. Payments always been a thing, or did they come in at a certain point? I can't see this is what I didn't from yeah. from when they first started. I don't no. know if we, I mean because we uh, we kind of but, we. But you know what? You know what? If Sheffield United can do it, right, then Sheffield Wednesday they can. And I, the reason why I say that is because when Sheffield United got promoted, right, they definitely didn't have the best squad in my eyes in the Championship. Oh no! Yeah, a shadow of doubt. They were just they were exactly. just a better team, weren't they? Exactly. So for me, all she, once Sheffield Wednesday get in the Championship, which is let's let's touch wood, it's next season at the end of next season, sorry, then there's no reason why they can't be challenging. And then yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Once you're there, you just never know. I know it's not the Chef United podcast and some people <laughs> won't like, you know, some people won't like me saying this, but I've kind of alluded it to before when we spoke about managers. He got the best out of a team that shouldn't have been there. He yeah. massively overachieved. Oh, yeah. He, he, rang, he rang them dry, didn't he? Do you know what I mean? They're in, they're, in, they're in League One for, what, six, seven yeah. years? Yeah. So, and like you look at Brentford, they've done it the complete opposite way. They, you know, I, I piped on about Brentford all season, their model, da, 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 but small club, small stadium. They've just had a great, they've got a great setup. They've got a great scouting system they've got. You know, they've hired good coaches, all this, that, and other. 
it's possible when you look at like Brighton, they've managed to stay up for however many years. Burnley, fair enough, they might be going down, but the thing Stoke. is, though, when you get there, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to stay there with the, with the money that you're getting in terms of TV money. I mean, just in answer to your question, but then, you but, then earlier, the sa- but then at the same time, why are Fulham, West Brom, Watford doing Norwich. the area? Norwich as well. Well, Norwich, well. Norwich are making money out of being the area club. I think they should just ban him. But <laughs> <laughs> now they're only messing. But they do, don't they? Norwich are one of them that don't actually. Whereas Fulham. They did they sign a few players. I can't really remember, but Norwich seemed to just go up, not spend any money on the squad at all, come back down, too good for the championship, go up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know. What you mean. A bit, they they don't seem to give it as much as a go as the others. But I mean, I mean, the first part of the question obviously was saying, um, you know, whilst other clubs get parachute payments, will not get will not get promoted. Now, in answer to your question, Liam, two thousand and six, two thousand seven was when parachute payments came in. So uh, it says here, parachute payments were introduced, which meant for two seasons following relegation, a club would receive half of the per club Premier League basic TV money. This would lower the risk of a club going into administration due to the high cost base, mainly player wages they incurred in the Premier League. So um, so yeah, I, I don't know how much that equates to, but it must be a, it must be a fair... A fair chunk, but I think he's got a point, really. Like uh, for me personally, whilst ever Chancery is in charge, I can't see us getting in the Premier League. Nothing against Chancery; that's for another that's for another day. But I just think he had to go. He spent a lot of money, and I can't see him. And due to that, that's where we are. Where we are now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. And I, 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 can't, I can't see him making that mistake again. No, um, no. Not saying I, it's a mistake, but obviously it turns out to be a mistake in the end. But for me, I can all I can see him doing is getting us back to the championship. Oh yeah, and to, it, uh, it, at the end of the day as well, it was one game, weren't it? Like we're saying one game. It was one game and we might have been there and we, it yeah. could be completely different. Oh, tell me about it, but it, but we're not. And but Jeremy, you know I just think for me, if we get to the championship, he'll just steady the ship. And he'll put put the club up for sale, even though I think he said, you know, it's up for sale now anyway, if someone wants to come in and buy it. Um, but obviously it's more, for me, it's a better proposition when we're in the championship and then someone will take it over and they might have a go again as there. Because I don't, do, do, I mean, do you think, you mentioned earlier, the, 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 you know, the Brentford model. I can't see Wednesday doing that, to be honest. Can you? I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't, I can't see Sheffield Wednesday. I, I can, can more see Sheffield Wednesday doing the Wolves and trying to buy his way to the, the Premier League rather than... I, I don't think we've got the yeah, I agree. mentality, really, to like have a slow burner and, you know, buy... If we turn into a selling club, I think... Yeah, but, but we can't at the moment. Obviously, this season, we didn't buy anyone. Next season, because of the position we're in, I can't see us spending loads of money. So yeah, we're no, gonna, I think, but, but I think, due to produce the situation we're in, what other choice have we got? Yeah, if you can't spend any money, you've got to yeah, get try that, and be but, clever about it. But I get that, but I just think Brentford have got there in, you know, by buying, selling, but then buying slightly better players than they had before and making them better. Do you know what I mean? They've, well, not even that, that it's, it's like they had good players, they let them go for a decent fee, and then they've already got someone lined up like you just need to, instead of spending your money on, I don't know, some has been, spend it on a bloody good scout. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> not uh, not Paxo, whatever his name is, that stuff in mix. Would you accept if Wilder became Sheffield Wednesday manager? It's a big one, that, isn't it? It's it never, listen, it never, let's, let's not it, take away he's a very good manager, right? It had right. never, never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. In my head, yes, because he's, like you said, he's a fantastic manager. My heart, I, I just I just can't see it. I just can't there's see also, it. Ever, there's it? also that thing of him, he is a good manager, but there's also that thing, it was his club that added to the fact that, that he's a good manager. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, that. Well, then, what about another one? I know he's obviously retired uh, now, but would you ever have had Neil Warnock as manager? I would have, I would have years ago, not, not in the I last, think I, would have preferred, I think I would have preferred Wilder to Warnock. Not in the last, not in the last 10 years, but like before that, maybe. I do you know I used to hate him when he were at United for obvious reasons, like absolutely detest Colin. Colin, yeah, Colin Wanker. But then, I don't know, since, since when like... He kicks off, when he kicks off, because didn't Gary Lineker, he refused to speak to him, because didn't Gary Lineker call him Colin? <laughs> <laughs> on, what, on purpose, or with that line back to all this... Oh, no, no, I think I think on purpose. Oh, did it, really? But No, to be fair, he's good value, isn't he? Let's be honest. Even yeah, just, he's, he's good value just for his bum bag that he carries around with his uh, little uh, autographed pictures of himself <laughs> i think do you, do you do that giles on the uh you know first date season with a little bum bag and i can imagine you, <laughs> <laughs> I, you wear, know, I wear my um i wear my kit with coke on the back oh, no. <laughs> oh i thought uh, you, didn't, you didn't have to have a name badger <laughs> <laughs> yeah they know who you are i mean i'm looking as well just before we move on i'm looking at teams that have never come back up um 26 teams have been relegated from the premier league and never come back oh let it, me, there's some on, there's some odd ones in there go on start premier league yeah oldham yep swindon yep barnsley yep um a team, wimbledon a team that giles has, yeah wimbledon's another one a team that giles has played for ipswich yep that one for Giles, that bit you can, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Giles. <laughs> Forest. Oh, mate. I know, I, know, I know a lot of them. It's like, the, it's one of them quiz questions, isn't it? I just, I, I'm, Hull I went is another, Hull is another one, obviously, when they went Black, up. Blackpool. Uh, yeah, Blackpool. Birmingham. Blackburn. Hang, hang on. No, nah, Birmingham. I, oh, after the last time they came down. Yeah, so obviously, well, no, it's, They've never Birmingham, gone back. No, Birmingham, aren't Birmingham one of the clubs that have gone up and down the most? That might be to the first division as well. Birmingham have only been but, in Premier League once. I'm not sure about that. Gone there. Once. Swansea. Right, Birmingham, I'm having a look. They were Premier League. So, I don't uh, I know, they have gone back to the... They have yeah, gone back yeah, to they're, the, one, they're one of the clubs that have gone up and down between the top flight the most yeah. times. Are they? Yeah. Premier, they were in Premier League, then they went down in 2006-7, then, then they went back to Prem, then they went down, then they went back up again, and then they two seasons and they come back down again. So, yeah. Well, I'm surely West Brom have got that accolade. Yeah, like yeah. I say, it might involve the old Division 1 as well, but they're definitely, ah, so right, it's okay. definitely a quiz question somewhere. Swansea's one, though, I think. Yep, Swansea's one. Uh, Team that we should know quite well from recently, as in, like, very recently. Oh, uh, what, Sunderland? Sunderland, yeah. They've never, since they got relegated, they've never gone back to the Premier League. Have they not done it more than once, though? 
Oh, since he got relegated. Sorry, yeah, I forgot the rules already. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what basically? There's Stoke. a lot of teams. Stoke, yeah, is another one. Yeah, Cardiff. QPR, QPR. So yeah, so, there's a there is a lot. Reading and as well as another one. So uh, I don't know which ones I've not said. Bolton, Wigan. There's loads. Yeah, absolutely but you, loads. But crazy, isn't it? But uh, yeah, right. Let's. Um, and some of them to... will have had parachute payments and still cocked it up. So, <laughs> well, yeah, quite Blackpool, Wigan, you know, well, them lot, but yeah, not, Black... Black, not Blackpool, maybe not as much because they were there one year, weren't they? But anyway, yeah, but they still got parachute payments, haven't they? So, uh, and but then again, that you know, I mean, you look at Bradford is another one, by the way. Yeah, that's a good shout. Wow. Bradford, that is a proper obscure one. That obviously down in uh, down in League Two, I can't believe they can't get out of League Two. It's mad when you look at it. When you look at like a Forest Green that have. Uh, they're going to be playing in League One next season. Exeter, ten-year ten model. <laughs> Mark Hughes as manager. Vegan burgers and all that. <laughs> yeah, they were at that event on uh, on Friday that I went to. Three of their players being nominated for an award, by the way. Yeah, him, but, him that Stevens, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I think he was one of uh, Jamal Matt or something. Something Matt. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't remember who they who they were. But let's move on to the next one anyway. Um, Richie Mac sixty nine on Twitter. He said quite simply, just put seven words. Stuart Gray would have got us up. You played under Stuart Gray, didn't you, Giles? Yeah, top top coach and a top guy. Really. He, was, he, was, he weren't there long. He was there what a season and a half, I think it were. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. Carlos Cavalial came in, didn't he? Well, um, the takeover. The takeover happened, didn't it? Yeah, Chan, yeah, he got Chan. us. He got us his highest finish in six years, Stuart Gray. What, no, a really good guy. What? Yeah, what was he like as a manager then, Giles? Like what? Like I said, there, good coach. So very, very hands on. Uh, a little I'm bit guessing. quiet, a little bit quiet, but he was. Um, yeah, he was more of a coach than a manager. Well, he's gone back well, to his assistant now, isn't he? Where's the assistant now? He's at Fulham. I think he's one of the coaches at Fulham. Yeah, you can see why he's. You can see why. Yeah, if, if you know, when you say good coach, you can see why he's not a manager now, can't you? Really, if he's uh, gone yeah. back to being a coach. I mean, what what were good about him then, Giles? Just his just his his training sessions or training sessions very good. Um, D- does that mean a lot to a, a footballer? Like, did they have to be quite well, yeah, engaging? I think, yeah, because I think if you've got good training sessions, it's enjoyable. You know what I mean? There's a lot of you've had a lot of managers that training sessions have been shit. I'll be honest with you. Your boys are like, oh fuck, and now here we go again. Yeah, just running. running. <laughs> yeah. No, well, not just running, but just like the same, you know, the same old, same old. It's like every day it's, you know what I mean? The same. Whereas with Stuart Gray, he was very, he was tactical as well. So leading up to the game, he would always do things, you know, training-wise based on what, what the game was on the Saturday. If yeah. there was a weakness, we would, you know, practice on maybe getting down the left side, playing on the, you know, on the left left back, for example, if he was weaker in the air, maybe Atti at the time would pull over, pull off on the, on always onto the left yeah. because they knew that the, you know, he wasn't very good in, uh, in the air. So he, he analyzed football. He, no, honestly, he was, he was very good, but I just didn't think he, he was a manager. I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah. He was quiet. And listen, I don't know. People say that, to, you know, sometimes to be a manager, you, you, you need to be, loud you need to you need to have that fear in the sense of the players need to fear a manager do you know what yeah. i mean whereas again I, we're in 2022 now i think that's quite an old an old you know an old mentality sort of thing but he was nice he was a very nice you know um, when he did shout maybe players didn't really think oh well fucking hell but you know like if gary merrickson shouted it'd be like shit you know, <laughs> yeah. know what i mean that's yeah i know what you mean i mean what I was it what was it like as a man manager 
I thought he was good. Spoke to the players. I had a really good relationship with him. Uh, of course, I played with him before. Uh, he signed me at Northampton as well. So I, I know, I've known him. Because my thoughts were, obviously, Chanzira came in. There were questions of whether, even when Carlos was in charge, was he actually signing the players or was, was it an advisor? Was it this? Was it that? Mm. But it's the same players that came in, like Forestieri, um, come on, help me out here. We had some big characters, didn't we? Would he, yeah. have, been a, would he have been able to... To deal with that. Yeah. Well, like Stephen Fletcher and players like that as well, then you were quite... Fletch, uh, Fletch was a bit later, weren't he? Fletch weren't the first... Hutchinson, he's a big, he's a big character. Fletch weren't the first season, was no, it? Hutchie was there. No, Hutchie was there with Stuart. Stuart Gray signed him, I think. Ah, right, okay. Well, he was, he was yeah. On, yeah, I think he did, because he was on loan and then we signed him. Ah, yeah, him. initially on loan then, but yeah, then he signed him a permanent, didn't Gray he? Uh, I mean, I've, um, I've, looked, I've looked at some of the, the stats, of course, why not, you know, stat man and all that. I've got to get me, uh, me accolade yeah. back off uh, off Liam, because I'm, I'm, I'm slowly but surely losing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I looked, 72 games he was in charge. Like I said, it, it, was there, it was there from January 2014 until June 2015, which I, I thought he was there longer than that. To be honest, it's like what a season and a, a season and a half. Um, yeah, we finished that fourteen fifteen season in thirteenth. Going back to the initial statement that Stuart Gray would have got us up, I don't know on that one. It like it, it's everyone. I think I think kind of what he's tr- what, what you could be trying to get you know make a point of saying is that Carlos Cavalier wasn't as good as what everyone was thinking. It was just the players that we bought at that time. You know, do, do you? I mean, Giles, do you think that? Yeah, but you've got to have a system and, uh, you know, the players are, you know, if you buy a load of players and go go and manage yourselves. There's that was be... what I said. Do you, do, you think, <laughs> do you think Stuart Gray could have could have um, got the same tune out of those players that we signed than what than what uh, Carlos Cavalier did? Or do you think Carlos got the best out of those players? Mm. Kind of a different question really there, but kind of... Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's so hard to say. I Listen, Stuart Gray was a very good coach. I'll say it again. Um, he was a really good guy. So potentially, yes, I don't see why... Oh, mate, why... I loved him. I loved him when he was when he was there and in charge. And I was slightly gutted that when he got, you know, when he went. Uh, well, I, listen, one of the reasons why he did go was because the takeover happened in January... Yeah. yeah, yeah, but do you think you know he wanted to bring in his own, his own, his own man? But has he been a, has he been a manager again since? No, no. So no. was he he's been, caretake, he's been well, he caretaker manager at Fulham? Yeah. That's that's all. Let's he's be done. honest. He got that job because Dave Jones got sacked. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of fell into it a bit like our bully uh, Tomo. You know. Yeah, you look. He's, he's only been a, he's been a manager. At, he was a manager at Southampton back in two thousand and one. Since then, he's just been caretaker manager. Villa, Wolves, no, North no, no. Oh, no, Northampton. He was Northampton, manager at Northampton yeah, as well. He signed me at Northampton. So yeah, he was sorry. Northampton but then he was Burnley, caretaker manager, Portsmouth, caretaker I think, manager. I think if he wanted to be a manager, he could have been. Yeah. Uh, he, could be, he could be a full-time manager. But I think when I spoke Matt, to him, I, he, he enjoyed it. He really, really enjoyed it. But I don't know. Sometimes the way I look at it is, is maybe being a coach is more... You've got more stability. Yeah, you don't really. You know, I, I don't know. I might be wrong, but maybe that's that's why he's, he's, he's gone. Maybe the safer 
less pressure as well. Less pressure, yeah. Maybe. I, mean, I, don't, like, I don't know. End of day, not, not everyone's cut out to be a manager all the time. On the, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. easy to say. It's like it's like anyone in it in certain jobs as well. Like, not outside of football, people are like, oh, why don't you become X, Y, and Z? It's like, I'm just happy doing what I'm doing. Like, do you know what I mean, there's no no shame well, in that, is there? What I would say is, is players all liked him. You know, I don't really hear a player that really bad mouth Stuart Gray. So when you say about, could he have got the best out of players? Yeah, I do think he could have, I'll be mm. honest with you, because he was a good coach. He spoke to players. Um, and yeah, I think he, because of the, because of the way he, you know, he did train, um, train us. I do think that players would have bought into him and, and, I think he would have got the best out of them, to be honest. Yeah. So maybe he just didn't have the right opportunity. You know, the time obviously he, he went when all the money came in, didn't he? So yeah, it's it's. Well, there you, you, know, it, exactly. you never know. Do you? Well, right? Yeah, exactly. It right. didn't help now, because I got injured as well. You know, so I was. Like, <laughs> well, that's it. Isn't it? It's just like uh, came out of the side. Yeah. It's just like Massimo Luongo's injury this season, isn't it? You know, if we'd have had him, we'd have been uh, promoted champion. So uh, right, another one, Andrew Fox. He says. But the, do you know what? You're, you're going to like this one, Giles. You're going to like this one a lot. The massive wages DC pays players has much more pulling power than Darren Moore, um, but he isn't given any of the credit. So basically, just saying that it's not Darren Moore that's brought these players in. A bit like what you say, you know, when people when when players say, "Oh, I've signed because of the manager," rah rah. He's saying that I, I may as well not talk because I'm just going to get shot down. Yeah. Go on then. Go on, Liam. We, we so, all love your opinions, Liam. Come on. So I think it's a double-sided coin in terms of what's happened previously and what's happening now. Obviously, we can't deny that we play, pay very good wages for League One. Um, but I don't think any of the players that weren't already at the club and have been signed aren't on ridiculous wages compared to what we were paying, if that makes sense. Giles, how does it work, right? So when, when a club... When a club approaches you to sign you well this is i was going to say i was just going to say can i just finish what i was going to say go on go on sorry about i was going to say obviously we've got a <laughs> reputation for giving good wages and that i'm that i'm not denying that draws a player to think oh yeah i'll go and play for sheffield wednesday but it's the manager or it seems to be with darren moore maybe not previously that picks the players out and he signed players that haven't come for that as much as they will have, I get it, but they're not like, um, ooh, it, ooh, what players do you is think? He, well, Gregory, Byers, but no, no, I'm saying they've not come just for that. We've had players in the past when we've paid our wages that got How us in this situation. That? No, no, listen to what I'm just gonna say. <laughs> cool. Cool. Who, pipe down, who, come on, who quite evidently didn't give the role. And they weren't players that you would have, like Abdi, come on. Who the fuck would have signed him? Even Rhodes, man. I, I, Ra- saw, I saw Alman Abdi more time in Pointing Dog than I did on, on Hillsborough. Hold Brown. on a minute. Is Hold he on Brown? A minute. We've got this argument about Abdi, right? He didn't do well when he was here. But let's be honest, he was a good player. He's not a bad player. All right, all right, all right. At Watford, me... he was a good player. Right. McGugan, good player when he came. After to sit on bench and take his wage and not be asked about playing after however many seasons I don't know Rhodes I'm not saying it's his fault he obviously tried but again one that we shouldn't have signed he hadn't scored for years before he came for us we signed him past his peak it's I'm I'm not saying I'll be honest with you though Liam a lot of stuff go on goes on behind the scenes so for example what I heard with Lewis McGugan is is he wants to go on loan this is what I heard right and I know Luke 
I know Lou really well. I heard he, he wanted to go on loan. Clubs came in for him, but he had to take a pay cut to go out and play. Well, yeah, so that's what, yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. On 10, I heard he was on 10 to 12 grand a week. And I heard he had to take a 50% cut to go out and play if he wanted to go out on loan. Now, right. for, as a player, yeah, I want to play football. But at the same time, I feel that that's taking the piss a little bit. To be fair, to be fair, my point wasn't to pick out players and shit on him. That wasn't my point. My point was, previously, we've used it and it's gone against us, whereas the players that he signed, a bet like, I fucking, I've lost my train of thought here. I know, I know, I know what you mean. Oh, the, the, play, the, players what have come, the, the players have come to play for Darren Moore rather than play because it's Sheffield Yeah, for Wednesday the money, kind of but I'm saying, obviously... But I, gives... again, I don't really... I find it hard. I'll be honest with you. I don't signed... know if I really believe that. I'll be honest with you. That's just me coming from a player. I don't... So what? Yeah, no, right. Okay, I then. I think it's more... So... Sheffield Wednesday, they pay well, right? It's a big club. And I think if Moore wasn't the manager, I still think that is enough to make yeah, players but... come and sign for the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And I'm not denying that they know that we pay decent wages before they come. But... I don't know. I don't know. No, that, that, that's just honestly. I might be wrong. Listen, players might go and think, "Fuck but, it, I'd John, rather go to Wednesday because of Darren so Moore than go to somewhere else." So but makes it, I just think that's not that in in that case. And plus, and plus, from well, I'm guessing you know these websites that we look at how accurate they. Who knows? Obviously, we'll be paying better wages than majority of the league, mm. but. I, I, think I've got, I think, I think, well, I think we've got the one of, if not the biggest, um, budgets in in this in this division. I think that's as we're saying to be. To be yeah, obviously, it gives, it gives us a draw, but then at the same time, we've probably we've probably paid a bit higher, maybe on the wages this year because we couldn't pay a fee. But yeah, yeah. I, I just think for my my thing was going to be so. For example, I suppose it never happened. I don't know. But I, I think I think he signed. I think he signed the players, and the thing is, does it? This is what you're going to come on to, I think, Jane. So I might be taking words out of your mouth here. But the way it works, I'm guessing the manager approaches you first. You have a sit down with the manager, and then all that other shit's dealt with by. It's not dealt by the manager, is it? The manager's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Well, the well, manager's said. the manager's not going. I'm going to pay you two pound fifty a game. Or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, does, how does it work, Giles? Does does manager ring you up and go, now nah, then, Giles, I'm going to pay ten grand a week. Do you want to come, or does it no. say, or does it, or does it say, I want to sign you? Yeah. Do you want to have talks? Yeah. Like, sometimes, sometimes it will be the manager could contact the player direct. Sometimes it will all go through an agent. Yeah, what what I mean is, it, do they dangle the carrot by saying we're going to pay you this much money, and that does the that manager, make you come? I, I, listen, I don't think a manager will ever tell a player over the phone, uh, "Hi, I really want to sign you." I can give you X amount of money. I don't yeah. think that is the Cause, case. Because that's the point that I was trying to, trying to make. The, the, the point that Andrew's made is that the wages have a bigger pulling power than Darren Moore. So my point would be that... Which I agree. Darren, Darren Moore's got to get them to the front door, as in like, he's got to get him, he's got to get him interested if they to, to come and sign if they before he start giving him the wages. Do you know what I mean? So if, I they think, were, if they I weren't interested in playing for Darren Moore at all, they wouldn't would never even get, come to the door. Yeah, no, that... of course. The, the, listen, the club have to contact Darren Moore or whoever is signing the players. We think it's Darren Moore, right? If he likes a player, he would get in contact with the agent or the player and he will obviously show that he's interested in the player. Yeah. He'll, where, he'll, say, he'll see where, where they're at, you know, if they're interested in speaking 
um, and, and come into the club. They might have a meeting. And, that, and that's even before any wages are, you know, are involved. And then after that initial conversation, then the agent then will, will say, okay, what sort of wages are we looking at? Uh, they might say that X amount, we can give you five to seven grand, you know, go back to the player. The player might say, okay, uh, listen, if you give me seven or eight, I'll take it. This is how it normally yeah. goes. And that's when the negotiations start, right? I just find it really difficult at the moment. I've seen quite a few messages flying around saying that uh, Chancery don't get enough credit. And especially when the accounts came out and it were that we're losing half a million pound a year and people were saying, oh, what would happen if, if Chancery weren't here? Look, you know, he's keeping us afloat and stuff. And I, I find it very hard to buy into that because I think, because someone said, where would we be without Chancery? And I said, mm, probably in championship, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> probably still be scraping... <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, man. It's tricky because I mean, yeah, he's great that he's putting the money in to keep us afloat oh, and stuff. But it's almost like applauding someone. It's like, well done for getting in load of debt and buying that nice fancy car. Um, now you're paying for it, and, and well done for paying your paying your debts back. It's like, why would you applaud that person that's that's got himself in all the trouble I, beforehand? I can't see like, and can't, I think my point I was trying to make was, it we obviously still pay the best, if not the best in the league and it will have a pull but I don't think as much as what it did and I don't think that will be the main focus do you know what I mean when we're in the championship we were just throwing money around left yeah. right and centre yeah it's kind um, of what we were saying the other week Giles about you know you'd rather play in the champ than you would for a big club in league one but in short um, it, 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 it all depends on the club in the champ for me Yeah, I know I've said that in the past that you know you're going to go to the champ but again if you're going to play for I don't know I don't like naming Peterborough yeah, but well, you'd probably exactly. said you'd probably Wednesday. You're going to go Sheffield Wednesday, aren't you? Let's be honest. Yeah, but yeah. before this season, you'd have said, "Oh, would you have gone to Luton or Sheffield Wednesday?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. That's why it's hard to say. It's really odd. But, but obviously, player, does... I'd always say to a player that if you're playing well in the Championship for a team like Peterborough or Luton, you've got a better chance of getting a move to another well, yeah. champion club rather than playing well at Sheffield Wednesday in League One. Yeah, some of the yeah, some of the players now they've got relegated, some of the players that they've got are probably gonna be eyeing up moves back into the championship, aren't exactly. they? Rather than, than if staying they play with them, well, yeah. which we don't know. Do you know what I mean? But I'm sure some players have played really well on those teams. Yeah. I think in short, it obviously does have a pull, but I wouldn't be giving Transiri too much credit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, let's go on to the next one then. So this is from uh, it, it wouldn't be a Wednesday till I die podcast without talking about Barry Bannon. Um and Emily, the long suffering Wednesday fan, as she uh, says herself, she's gone back gone said if we get a reasonable price for him, I would hundred percent let Bannon go if that money was reinvested properly into the squad. But my question is what what, what is a reasonable price? Because it's a bit of a grey area, that isn't it? Like you know, it's a bit vague just to say reasonable price. We're now old. He's thirty-two, I think. He's going to be thirty-three. Come um, you know what? what December. I, think I actually do agree a little bit. I agree. I agree. You but know what? Because of his age and next year, really, are people going to buy Barry Bannon at thirty-three, going on thirty-four? Joe, you know I looked. I looked actually. I looked at. I thought, you know what? Let's have a look at players that are of a similar age. And there's quite a few, you know, there's, I think there's about 50 players in the Premier League that are over 30 years old, which I was quite amazed at, to be honest. I thought it'd be all younger players, but I mean, obviously that is the Premier League. Uh, I'm guessing there'd be more in the Championship or a similar, a similar yeah. sort of number currently. Um, I just, like I said previously, I just can't see anyone coming in with a fee that's worth him going. Go on then. Two million pounds. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Are we selling him? No. Oh, yes. Definitely. Two million? Yes. Two, two million? Are you crazy? Two million? But the reason why I say that is because do you not think with that two million you could go and get players that will get you out of this league? Yeah, I don't too far. I, I don't know what I don't, I don't know. know. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I just think two million straight away, that's like Yeah, wow. probably. No, probably. League I don't one, know. Two million. I thought you lot were going to say like 500, 750. Oh, no, I'd say fuck no. That. I'd say fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. But I'm saying if you were talking about 2 million, 2 million. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't know, mate. I don't thing, know. I'm not going to lie. We've we've not been able to buy players for that long. I don't know what like yeah, that's, this level yeah, of players that's cost anymore. That, that's, just, that's the thing. Like, but the, the thing is people, there'll be, there'll be fans out there, fans listening to this podcast, they'll be saying or thinking in their own mind, Barry Bannon's worth 10 million. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what people will be thinking. Like, I, 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 for, for me, I think I two, mil- two million pound. His career. You, I, I think have to two... realize where he's at in his career. Oh James. yeah, no, no, I, I hundred percent. I'd sell him if a fee came in that's decent. That might be decent. I don't know, but I'd I'd sell him. For me personally, like not knowing a great deal, like two million pound, I'd be kind of on the fence a little bit. I'd be like, like all right, maybe like. But well, the I reason mean, I say that is next season, coming back to my point, James, do you really think someone will come in next season and pay? For me, he either goes now or he stays at Sheffield Wednesday for the rest of his career. Yeah, yeah I 100% yeah. agree with yeah. that, yeah. But I can't see him going anyway. I, I just can't see him going. He I, can't see, I can't I, see him going. I don't, oh. think, I don't think he wants to go. So no, unless someone stay, to, yeah. I think, unless I think someone, he loves the club. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. Unless someone came in with a ridiculous offer... But I think if the offer was right, I would say I would sell him if it was going to get reinvested well, to prop play. Listen, it comes back to this. We say you don't think he wants to go. If someone's offering him ridiculous money, and I know it's not all about money, but I'm telling you now, towards the you know the later of his the, you know the later stage of his career. Oh yeah, 100%. if someone's going to give him a big contract, doubling his wages, for example, he'll be so. How can he turn that money down? Yeah, you can't. I, mean, it's, I go back to the old the old age thing. Like, if you worked at Morrison's and you've worked there all your life, all right, I know Barry Bannon's not worked, not played for Sheffield Wednesday all his career, but if you worked at Morrison's and then Tesco come in and just say, now nah, then, I'll, I'll pay you twice as much for, for, for stacking shelves or doing whatever you're doing. Or stick you're not, off on top. You you're know? not going to go, sorry, but Mr. Morrison's is, uh, you know, I'm loyal to Mr. Morrison's. Even though you might have got loads of mates there, you're going to go, Ta-ra, see you later, and you're off flight. Whereas if it's, if, it's, if it's Tesco's to Morrison's for the same sort of money, I think Barry will 100% say, no, I'm, this, is, this is my club. I want to stay at for Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. They exactly. settled and what have you. Just, just a thought then. So, right, if we, if we sell, um, I mean, if we sell Barry Bannon for $2 million, for, exa- for example, I mean, I, I don't how much is like Alfie May going to be worth? If that meant oh. that we could, uh, that could sign Alfie May, do you think you would... Uh, would you would you take that? Listen, I don't really know about about the money. I think Alfie May, you're getting you're getting Alfie May for less than a million. Really? Definitely. That... That's what I think. Maybe I'm way off it, but I would think that he's not on big wages at Cheltenham. Mm. He's yeah. scored, you know, you know, he scored goals for the last two seasons, right? Consistently. 
listen, a million pounds for him is a lot of money in my eyes. Well, he's, he's gone for nothing all his career. He's on, he's yeah. got a free transfer every single every single move that he's had. I mean, he's played for some really small clubs, to be honest, especially in uh, in the non-league. Yeah, he's only he's only really scored this season. To be fair, no, last season he scored a lot of goals. I don't know if he, he did. Promoted. He got them promoted, didn't he? He got he got he scored a lot. No, nah, you're thinking of him for you're thinking of Cambridge, aren't you? No, Ironside. No, check. No, check. Mullen. Mullen. No, I'm pretty. I don't know. I might be wrong. I think. Mullen scored goals, yeah, but look, look at how for me he scored a lot of goals last season as well. I don't know John. if he did. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna check that one. Just uh, have a have he a quick scored look. eight. Oh, Giles, eight you're, goals. You're, you're well off, mate. Eight goals. He got eight goals last season. Yeah, hey, to be yeah. fair, in Sheffield Wednesday side, that's that's, that's, quite that's a why lot. I'm not the stat man, mate. That I is did... why. That's why. Listen, everyone, don't listen to anything I Giles, say. Giles, Giles didn't <laughs> listen to my tips the other the other Sunday on the. On the podcast, evidently. Giles, <laughs> Giles, we're talking to someone here who who is the king of goal scoring bets. By the way, he used yeah. to win plenty of money. I apologise, I'm, I'm way off it. No, no. But then even more so, he can't go for a million pounds. Yeah, yeah, no. But what I was saying was, the majority of the ones that you look that are, well that I tipped, other than Matty Taylor, who's what thirty two. Yeah, I've only scored a lot this season. But you better. My point was, you better signing them when they're hot. Than when they're not like Jordan Rhodes yeah. and they've got a name. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, let's uh, move on to the next one then. Matt Kelcher, uh, our stadium is a bit of an embarrassment. We should have knocked it down after '89. A smaller, modern stadium with a thirty thousand capacity would generate more income and atmosphere. Uh, I don't really agree with this last little bit and allow us to play better football. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I, I can't quite think that the, the ground I think, is contributes I think, to us I playing think embarrassment. Football. Yeah, I mean, I think, please pass that question. I don't even want to. I don't even want to comment on that question. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think number one, embarrassment's a bit strong in it. Number yeah. two, I don't know if this is a wind up, but um, I don't know. I, I sort of get the only the only positive is you could probably get a better atmosphere because at times there it is sketchy at ours because the fans are spread out. Yeah, it's, like, but, it's half full in it, like twenty thousand in a forty thousand seat stadium. But do you want a copy of paste of Wigan, Bolton, all these other small nah. rounds, Doncaster, Rotherham? <laughs> yeah. How many people come to Hillsborough because it's Hillsborough? Let's not forget if if Sheffield Wednesday go on to get in the Prem, they're going to fill out the stadium. Yeah, I mean, do, do you know what? I had a look actually. I had a look at the attendances and like average attendances and what have you. Um, 1992 were our biggest average attendance. 27,264 it was, 92-93 season. Uh, the lowest average was the 10-11 season. So that was what, like the second time that we got relegated into into League One. Uh, obviously the, the first season before we got promoted, the following season, 17,817 back then. So I, I kind of, I off get his point in terms of the but then, capacity but you say that, but listen, what, what, Okay, so so they get to the Prem and they've got a 30... Did he say 30,000? He says 30,000, yeah. 30,000. I guarantee you he will be the first to moan when he can't get a ticket when they're in the Premier League <laughs> and they're struggling. And he'll be saying, oh, I want yeah. the stadium to be 40,000. Why can't it be 50,000? Yeah, I mean, I must admit as well, the amount of fans that have come this season... You know, especially the likes of you know your Cambridges and uh, Morecambe's and stuff like that, and they've come and they've gone. What a what a ground! Like, yeah, the, mate, the it's a massive. 
Yeah, that's what I just put. One of my bullet points was loss of character. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm true. I'm right. Like your derbies, Middlesbrough, um, all the whole, all the bowl stadiums just look shit. They just all look the same. Like you said, copy and paste. I would hate to have a stadium like that. I'll be it's honest like, with you, I love Hillsborough. I love yeah, Hillsborough. Yeah, yeah, mate. I love Hillsborough. I mean, what? You just got to understand say- where we're at, right? We're in, and you know, we know how Sheffield Wednesday fans are. It, Sheffield Wednesday have gone through such hard times for the last, I don't know how many years. So it's difficult. That, the atmosphere is going to be a bit sketchy sometimes. You know, once we get back to where we want to be, you, you'll oh, see no, a I'm just, I, I just mean because of the way the fans are broke up. Like, I think if they push, like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it because people like sitting there. Shut the grandstand. But no, not shut anything. Just put, like, not push people forward because the front row is crap. But, set, you know what I mean? Maybe tape off the first 10 rows. Push people down so we're... Sell the stands as they are, but compact them a little bit so you get more of a... An yeah. atmosphere because yeah, it gets lost when it's not full. It just gets lost in the breaks. I get what they're saying, but at the same time, but, I but would change Hillsborough. But is the atmosphere a bit up and down because of, like I said, where we're at at the moment? Nah, people are expecting just... us to be top of the league. If we were, if we were, if we were top of the league all season, you'd see a complete different atmosphere at Hillsborough. I oh, think yeah. so. I might be wrong. Yeah, but even in the even in the running when we were pushing, like it was a bit. Sometimes it was a bit naff, but that's because it's broken. I get what they're saying, but I don't agree. I'd keep Hillsborough. How much have we spent? How much did he spend on the pitch? And like the thing is, unless you're moving a stadium, I don't think we're going to play any better football from being in a smaller ground. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. Right. So next point from Craig, who goes by the name of Super Owls, uh, Westwood in net. And we would have got autos this season. Do you think there's any uh, Giles? Think Westwood would have done better than Bailey Peacock foul this season? Stupid questions. He's come. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but that, yeah, but that's the point. That we, you know, we can't sit on the fence. Yeah, gotta... Listen, oh, do I think that Westy's a better keeper than Peacock foul? Yes. Do I think that Westy bloody hell? If he was in goal, would we have got would we have got promoted? It's, who knows it's, I think the, silly, do you know what silly. on this on this question I don't think that the reason we didn't get promoted is down to Bailey Peacock Farrell I don't think he's exactly. the sole reason why we exactly. do you know what I mean like there's other things that like we, like we alluded to last week Liam you know in terms of conceding late goals all right, I know you could attribute some of those late goals to the goalkeeper yes he could have probably done a little bit better but at the end of the day we conceded what 50 50 something goals it, 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 it were a decent defensive display when you look at the numbers in terms of amount of goals we've conceded all right yeah we've conceded quite a few from set pieces and stuff but for me like i'd, I'd, I'd yes bailey peacock fouls made a few mistakes but i think westwood when he when he came back into the side i think he were a shadow of himself like you know he wasn't as good as what he were before and would you agree liam yeah i think it's it's tricky isn't it like i agree with you really it's not the sole reason he's not the sole reason we didn't go up um and the thing is, the thing is, like keepers, like you, you maybe you might focus on the particular errors that he makes, but Westwood can make a mistake. It's not like he's never mis- made a mistake in his career. There's no, there's no saying that he wouldn't have cost us a goal or two because it's possible. And also, um, no, I'm not. You know, I love Westwood. I think he's potentially the best keeper up there with what we've ever had. We've had some um, good goalkeepers, haven't we, to be fair? Yeah, I like Lee Grant as well. But anyway, my point was, he fell out with, or he got, 
he got pushed out by more than one manager. Hmm. And the one constant in those multiple situations is him. Yeah. And again, I'm not speculating. I don't know. I don't know what the situations were, but was it the kind of player that we wanted in that squad for this kind of thing that we're doing? Potentially yeah, rebuilding, good. getting a, a good, you know, um, mental, not mentality, but a good, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Come on, help me out. Yeah, morale, no, kind yeah. of like morale and togetherness. You know, yeah. I don't know. You know what point I'm trying to make. So, I don't yeah, know. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we, we haven't heard both sides of the story, have we? We probably haven't heard any side of the story. <laughs> to be honest, it would be good to find out what actually happened. You know, what throws him out of the club. Um, of course, yeah, that'll be. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's quite a lot of Wednesday fans that want to that want to know that one. Let, let's let's move on to the next uh, next question then, um, for, or the next two really, because like you like you said the. They kind of well, they're not only really the questions, are they? They're obviously opinions and controversial ones at that. Um, the next two, we'll kind of roll them into into one. Um, we haven't had a Wednesday legend since Chris Waddle. That's what uh, that's what Dan Wall says, and then Jake Speed says uh, we aren't as big of a club as some fans think we are. So just on that on that first one, then have we had a Wednesday legend since Chris Waddle, Liam? Um, it's it, it, Giles Cook, you know. It kind of, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, it depends because, like we were saying, is Barry Van a legend? And it kind of it's your own opinion of what a legend is, I suppose. Because I'd personally say a club legend, Lee Bullen's definitely a legend for Wednesday for the club. Yeah. Um, and you, it's relative to where you are. Because if you go from what. Waddle, when did Waddle leave? Nine, I don't know, is it 94, 95, something like that? Night, it was in before, the 90s, I even, it? before I even remember watching Wednesday. I've never seen Chris Waddle play football. So, like for Sheffield Wednesday, that is, you know. So, it's all for me, it's relative to where you are. Um, and it kind of comes on to the second question because, again, at the moment and for the last 20 years, we're not as, I mean, the massive big club thing comes from obviously the history and you can't take away the history. We have been, you know, sleeping giant, all this jazz, da, 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 da. but we are where we are because we deserve to be where we are. Yeah. Cause we that makes sense. Yeah, I know exactly. And we've been, a, you know, for how many years were we a mediocre championship club? And then we went down, we've gone back up again. We went down, we went back up again. We've come down again. So it's kind of all relative to where you are. And if you're, if you're a realist and actually look at the state of the club and where it's been over the various since we've left the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, do you know what? I keep changing my mind on this one in terms of what denotes a legend. Like one minute I said that you need to win something to be a legend. The next, I, I think you just need to have longevity and, and loyalty to the club. So like, you know, Palmer, Bannon, um, you know, they're, they're two that at the moment have obviously played for the club. Hutch. The longest, yeah, Hutch as well. Yeah, he did leave, come back again. But yeah, he's played a lot of a lot of games. Um, I mean, truth be told, we haven't won anything for ages. I mean, 2005 promotion, obviously, you know, playoffs. 2012 promotion, all right, we didn't actually win anything, win a trophy or anything, but we, you know, we won promotion. But then again, both out of division that quite a lot of people say that we shouldn't, we shouldn't be in any way. So it's almost like, you know, he's, 
you know, getting relegated to then win some win something's a bit like, you know, we should really, truth be told, like being be in the championship so if you if you, if you, is, if you think on that is, one he's like 1991 but last time he actually won something you know what i mean i were like one year old when when that happens but so then you're right in what you're saying it all has to be relative like Charles, what's, what, go on go on liam i was just gonna say because you look at cambridge last season mullen scored what 33 league goals or whatever it was and they named bloody stand after him <laughs> yeah so, so in there he's a legend for them for yeah. one season of scoring a load of goals it, so it's like what what warrants like the best player Bannon's been the best player for us for seven years how long he's been here or up there you know what I mean so yeah. Giles what, what, what makes a legend for you like for someone to be classed as a legend for the club like I mean, is it, do you have to win something I think they've got to be there for a long time and I think they need to yeah be successful whether that's winning a trophy getting promoted um, in my eyes, that's what I think. So, would you say Samedo? So, so you're saying that basically since 2012, we can't have any, we can't have had any any legends because well, we haven't listen, won anything. Samedo, does Samedo go down as a, as a legend? I'm not sure. He was very, very liked, very good player, but why? Why was he a legend? He got promoted out of League One to the Championship. Um, he was there. He was there a while. He was, like, he was there a while, so why, why is he a legend? Why, what, well, because he won something. He, he, that, he, won, he won promotion. That, that's the thing. It's what what defines it. Because there's this legend, cult hero. That's what I'm about to say. Cult hero is like, yeah. It's Decanio yeah. and Carboni. Are they legends? People would probably say, people probably say Decanio is more of a legend than Bannon. It's in some people's eyes. To be honest, but, yeah. Because he right, had two seasons. Like, I'm contradicting myself a little bit because I said have to win something, be successful. So yeah, you know, maybe you're right. Sumido won something, um, was liked. He was there for a long time. So yeah, I actually maybe would say Sumido is, is a Sheffield Wednesday legend. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's, a, he's a strange a one. I think Barry Bannon would be a legend. Listen, he's, he's an unbelievable player. And I think all he needs to do is get promoted with Sheffield Wednesday. And he's a legend. That's why yes. I think. Because of Wheeler and Brunt in that bracket. Who? Wheeler and Brunt. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's something that maybe people yeah. come back at. Is that do they do they consider them as legends? Because they, they were there a few seasons. It's, it's but hard. They were, it's, they were class everyone has different. When they everyone were has different opinions on what a legend is. Yeah, as well. Like, like, if, if, you, if, if you, which is fine. If you speak to me, I've never seen, you know, Hurst Waddle, any of the Premier League years really. Like I can't, I can't remember them. The last but, season. Yeah, I've only seen him on on telly and stuff and, and and stuff like that. YouTube, obviously now, but then when you you know you speak to someone, I forgot that the young lad that comes on the debate show every week, he's he's like what eighteen year old, seventeen years old. You know, he he's not even he can't even remember the two thousand and five playoff final. So all he's seen is the promotion from uh, you know twenty twelve when he were like probably eight years old or whatever it is. So so to him. The likes of Smedo would be a, a legend because that, you know, that, he, that that's the only success that he's seen. And for him, like we're not even a Premier League club at all. Like, I know we're not, we haven't been there for a long time. But then you speak to someone, you know, you speak to Steve, my father-in-law, Terry Curran is a legend for him. Like, do you know what I mean? That's like going even and well, just for the for the goals he scored in, in Boxing Day. When we said when we asked uh, when we were talking about that, was it top your top five favourite players? 
Yeah. Remember when we were at Bolton, it was around when we were at Bolton, weren't it? And I asked my dad, I don't think I'd heard it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, this, this, it depends on the on your age and what you've seen and what it, have you. It's so hard because, like you said, if, if Sheffield Wednesday get promoted next season, is Liam Palmer a legend? Uh, quite a lot of the fan base are probably saying no, no but, but, but if we're going on what I said in the sense of, you know, promotion or success. It's like for me, it's like, something. yeah, it's like for me, Kevin Pressman's a legend because he was just a goalkeeper for, for so many years and played so many games Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, he has to be a legend. Like, you know, you can't play that many games without not being a legend. You know I mean, without not being called a legend. It's, uh, it's a strange it's one. Into, I think games definitely comes into it. If, yeah. How many did Prezi play for Sheffield Wednesday? Uh, Pressman, it's like 500 and something, I think yeah. it is. It's something it's, ridiculous. I think if you're playing 500 games, <laughs> you've got to be a legend. 500 yeah. games. Yeah, well, well the, ne- the next one that um, Jake Speed said, I've, I've already mentioned it, we, we aren't the biggest club as what people people think. And do you know what? I, I kind of get that because it comes back to that entitlement, doesn't it? Like, I, I looked up, um, again, it comes, to, it comes down to what your... Um, what your thoughts on what a big club actually is. And I had a look and uh, there were a bit of a formula on the internet of like how to define a big club and put it this way. We don't rank very highly on it whatsoever. Silverware is one. Well, we hadn't, we've just already said that we, last time we won something, a major trophy was, was back in 91. Support. All right. Yeah. We, we do have a, a, a very good, you know, a very good support, you know, fairly big home attendances away, incredible away following. Europe, well, Kaiserslautern, what last European game we played, I think, in uh, in the UEFA Cup in what, 92, 92, 93, I think it was. So that was ages ago. Worldwide support. Now, I know we have our friends in America and, you know, um, there's, there's a few a few around there, but it's not exactly, you know, Man United, no, levels uh, of support. Premier League seasons, well, we haven't been there for 20 odd years, so that's ranking very low. Stadium size, yeah, it's a big stadium compared to compared to some. Recent Premier League seasons, all right, so Premier League seasons would, would, would be fairly high because we have been in the top flight for quite a bit, but not you know, but recently. Well, it was only eight, it's eight in it, so it's all right. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's it's more than quite more than quite a few in it to be fair. Well, yeah, if you look at that, it's more than Sheffield United. Um, if you want to like compare compare the two in in Sheffield, but recent Premier League seasons, you know, twenty odd years. So recent silverware, absolutely nothing. International players, we don't even get his game called, games called off, do we now for uh, for an international break and then transfer spend. If you if you take away Jordan Rhodes. We hardly spend spend money on players, do we? Really? So when you look at that, we're not even a big club, are we? Really? <laughs> we're not always like you're not always. Yeah. One of my notes was on paper because that's what I wrote. It's like the squad. It's like best squad on paper. <laughs> but obviously, do you think we need? Do you think some fans need a reality check? Do you think? Yeah, some, do, yeah, hundred percent. I've said it throughout the season. You've got to be a real, if you're not like, and the thing is, I don't want to, you know, I like people being confident. There's no wrong with that. But yeah, yeah. We're still a massive club though. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think in our eyes, yeah, we are a mass we are a massive club. And I think it doesn't help but with Sky Sports whenever we're on Sky and we get classes a sleeping giant and all this that and the other and a huge club and, and, and everything like that. It's it's easy it's easy for him to say that, which kinda of like massages it leads, our ego. It does, yeah, and it leads there. Do you not think we are a huge club? Uh I do think we're a big club, but when you actually drill down into it and look into it, we haven't been there for a long time. We're, we're like so we're what, just like does, does a club uh, does a huge club depend on what league you're in? I think it depends on what's happened recently. To be fair, like you know, you can't just keep calling yourself a, a huge club just because back you're in '99 we won, we won League Cup. You know I mean? like, I'm not even talking about the fact that we won the League Cup back in the day. I'm talking about the fact of the statue of the the statue of the club. How many fans? The fan base I think is massive. Yeah. I think fan base has a has a massive thing to it, um, but I think I think we kind of we kind of it goes back to that entitlement again. I think I think a, a section of the fan base think we should we should be in the championship, as in like we not not even like so we're almost being robbed by by being in League One, and we shouldn't be there. Yeah, but that's but always like, going to be the case with big clubs, right? Look yeah, at Man but, United; like fans are battering them because they expect Man United to be top of the league winning the league and they're not they're going for a hard time mm. same with Sheffield Wednesday in league one the fans expect Sheffield Wednesday to be top of the league well 100% 100% yeah but I think that so sometimes goes against us a little bit in terms of because yeah. you, yeah, like, you don't take you don't take the you, you don't look at everything in a realistic Cambridge manner. are absolutely delighted that they got touted as, big, as being like 24th by literally every single journalists, media and everything, and they finished, what, mid-table this season. They're delighted. They've had the best season ever. And they got spanked 6-0 by us at Hillsborough. We finished fourth, and Darren Moore wants, you know, it's gone to some people. We've not got promoted, and he needs to get, get on his bike and get someone else in. It's like, I, th I think we have to just be a bit realistic sometimes and um, and not just kind of, you know, well, I do think the... that. I do agree with you. I do think we need to be realistic. But at the same time, I... I will still say that Sheffield Wednesday are a massive club. I agree. Well, on that one, I agree with J Jake's obviously said, we aren't as big a club as some fans think we are. I would, I would probably tend to agree with, uh, with that one. If I'm being, uh, if I'm being honest, right, let's whiz through the, uh, the next, I'm going to miss one out, but let's whiz through the next two. So, uh, your mate's got a mention here, uh, Giles, uh, Jay Owls has put, if we had kept at you, we wouldn't have been relegated. Obviously he left didn't he, the season before we got, got relegated out of the championship. Do you do you think Atty would have uh, would have would have done us a job and, and kept us and kept us in the championship? For me, I just think we were just oh, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes which which contributed to us getting relegated that, that year, you know, not paying players and stuff like that. You know, Atty could have had a worldie of a season. I still think we'd have uh, I still think we'd have got relegated. I'm just not sure. I, to say again it comes back to it. Do I think one player can keep a club up? Just not sure. I, I agree. I think over the course of a season, can one player keep a keep a team up? And I I don't think so. Yes, a a player can definitely help by scoring goals. For, exa for example, with Atty, he's a striker. Uh, but do I think Atty could have kept Sheffield Wednesday up if he was there single handedly? No. If he was there in the team. Possibly, you know, possibly could have helped 
because he, he might have made the team maybe a little bit better, but I don't know. That don't season, know. we like, you know, like when you look at this year, we've, we've created a lot of chances and we just perhaps haven't put them away quite, you know, as effectively as what we, as what we should. That season, we created fuck all. It, 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 do you know what I mean? And, and Atinuyu doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't create anything well, off his own back other than that press, other than that goal against Preston at, at, at Ullsbury. Uh, I think he'll put himself well, apart. But not even that. Not even that. Let's be, Atty wasn't a proper goal scorer. So for people to say that he would have kept us up, on what basis is he talking about because Atty would have scored us goals to keep us up? Because Atty only really, he had his best goal scoring period at Sheffield Wednesday in the last, I think it was the last four or five months when he scored 12 goals, was it? And then got a new deal. Am I right? Um. Yeah, I think I think that were right. Yeah, that's that's probably one of his uh, his better seasons. I'll have a I'll have a look actually when he's. But I'm thinking I'm, I'm he, he wouldn't say that Atty is a a goal scorer like an out and out goal scorer, which is going to get you twenty goals a season. There was right? too so, for me. There was too much, like you say. There was too much shit going off elsewhere. We had a lot of people who were just still in it for a ride. For me, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have. No. In go short, gone then. Right, I'm gonna let's let's go on to the last one then. Um, well, the, these two, the Joey Pelly Pessy one, I'm gonna leave out. But let's talk about because uh, it's kind of like this, kind of like the new you question. To be fair, um, Craig here, he's put obviously one one for uh, for this season. Josh Windass and Dominic Iofa are overrated. Gone, Giles. I'm gonna come to you on that one. Oh. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of hype over Josh Windass. He's not played a lot this season. Uh, Dominic Ayofa equally got... Um, there's a lot of hype over him as well. What I would say about that is I disagree with the Ayofa because he's had a very, very serious injury. Before his injury, people were talking about him. If Chef Wenzel could even keep him, they were saying he was that good that he was going to go on. And if we could keep him, it'd be amazing. So for suddenly for him to have a bad injury... And then suddenly he's coming back and he's not, he hasn't been the same, let's be honest. But then fans to say he's overrated, I think that's a bit harsh in my eyes on him. Go on, Liam. Um, on Dominic Alf, is he, he, is he overrated? Played, he only played 10 games, 10 league games last season. So what are you saying? Is he, is he overrated? No, no. But I am I wrong? No, 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 I don't I don't think that people were talking about that though, saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. he I don't will think... struggle to keep him. I don't think he's overrated. I just think he struggled to get back into the team. And yeah, I'm not going to lie; he's not the best defend. He's not. He's not the best defender in the world, but he's useful to have. He's a last ditch. He can get himself out of trouble. Mm. He's got pace. When he was in form, when he was playing well, he would push forward as well. He'd go out with the ball and try and drive a little bit. Um, so for me, I don't he's think he played ten games last. Season. Is that because he got 10 league there, games? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. season before that is when he had a good season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow. Do you know what, for, for me, I, I kind of see where he's coming from a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I know he's come back from injury and what have you, but you, you've got to take it how it is. Like, it is, it is, you can't just say, oh, he's, you know, he, he was good before he was injured. Like, you've got to take it as, as the now. And I, I have been disappointed with, with him this season but, in terms of. Has he really had a run of he's games? Not, he's not had a chance. I agree. He hasn't. He hasn't, but, but still. And he was all to, right. To judge him like that, for me, he needs a preseason now. Right. He, uh, he's, he's not had a run of games. How many games did he play at the start of the season? He had. He's played more than you think. This um, 
this season. Like everyone 19. thinks he's been. Yeah, so he's played 19 games at the start of the season. I'm just gonna have a look now. He played he played a lot more than what you than what you think. Well, I mean, we got I, five. We got five clean sheets in a row at the start of the season, which he was probably involved in. Yeah, he's, he, right. He played the first 15 games of the season uh, up until Lincoln at home. Um, yeah, five clean sheets at the start. But I, 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 we we weren't really, you know, we weren't really tested in those in those games. I thought, I thought we found it fairly fairly easy when you look at it you know Charlton Doncaster Fleetwood Rotherham and then Huddersfield in the cup which was a bit of a pre-season game to be fair I just didn't like I didn't like the look of him and Dunkley together if I remember right from the start of the season yeah um, I think that was that was that before he got his uh, before he got his injury but I, I, I just I, I, I'm, I'll be perfectly honest and I just I kind of get what he's saying about overrated in terms of there's a massive hype over him and I just thought he was bang average this this season. Uh, yeah, um, obviously then he's had a. What did he do? He did his Achilles, didn't he last last season? And then he's had a a hip injury this season as well, which is two big uh, two big injuries. But I just hope that he comes back next season and and gets to them levels like you just said there, Giles. Comes back with a good preseason and gets to them levels that he were at that's, before. That's what, I think we'll, we'll see. We'll see where he's at next season for me. Then, do you not then, agree? then we can judge him. Then yeah. we'll judge them next season. After a preseason, um, a run of games after he's had a good preseason. Let's see how he gets on with his injuries. Um, and then going to Windass, again, similar to Windass, he's just had a stop start year. He's it's been unbelievable and the injuries he's he's got. We we win with the Windass one, it's a it's a funny one. Again, I, I, when he when he came into the side, who, who did we play now? It were it MK Dons where he where he came back in and Goal, never, didn't he? But he scored he scored like he scored, well, he, scored he scored four in four bench appearances or four in yeah see so he came back from his injury and we were like wow he's back and then he breaks down again and then well, he's, it's two well, stop stop but then he it's played but then he started a couple of games <laughs> and we're nowhere near and then yeah I think, but again is that because of the stop start though Liam but I don't yeah, yeah, but I, even last season he played what forty. He played a lot of games last season. To be fair to him, forty. He played over forty games last season. Yeah, but that's where you're judging him. You were judging him on last season. Let's be yeah, honest. but he, but like for me, and probably throughout the year, people have probably guessed I'm not his biggest fan. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Shock. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Would you say he had a good season last season? No, nine goals in forty odd games. He's not the messiah. Everyone going, oh, he's too good for this league. I think he's probably found his level. To be completely honest with you, like he'd not done, he didn't do, a, he'd not done a lot before us. The only thing is, though, we were, were a shit team last year, weren't it? Oh yeah, fair. no, and like, that's, obviously I mean? that's well, Pato, Pato was the next highest scorer with eight. Yeah. So, and, and I, I don't know. He just doesn't. He just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, I'm, again, I've kind of got to, got to agree with, with Craig, really. Like, he's come off the bench against MK, scored a goal. He's come off the bench against Wickham, again, scored a, uh, scored a goal. And then he starts against uh, against Crew. I think he misses uh, he misses the Portsmouth game. Uh, no, he, did, he didn't start. He come off the bench against Crew, played 20 minutes, didn't do anything. But then, yeah, missed a, missed a couple of games. Then we he scored against Plymouth off the bench, ten minutes. Played half an hour against Oxford away. Scored. That's the game that we lost at their place. And then you're thinking, yeah, you're right. We fought, you know, five games, four, um, four sub appearances, 
four goals, you're thinking, he's got to start. And then he starts against Ipswich and that were a, he had a poor performance to be fair. And then he started against Morecambe and that's when he goes off injured. Um, yeah, so it is hard like to be, you know, on the same basis. It is hard to judge him on this season. And do I think he could have been the difference if he'd been fit all season, potentially. But yeah. Is he over is he overrated though? But Liam? I don't think he's as good as what everyone makes out he is. Giles is so is Windass overrated? I, I thought he was overrated before he came to the club, and that's but He's good enough for this level, and he would have. I think he would have made a difference. So, as I much as as much as he's not one of my personal favourites, I do think he could have done a job if he'd stayed fit. It's hard. It's hard to judge on this season, but it's hard. Yeah, it's, at the moment, no, I don't think he's overrated. I don't. I wouldn't say he's overrated at the moment. I think again, this season it's been so difficult because he's had so many injuries. So again, I'd like to judge him again next season. I'll be honest with you. The thing is, as well, similar to what everyone's saying, like, oh, Windass is the answer. You look at his um, his record in his career. I say that. You look at his record in his career, 86 games at I don't even think he's a striker. I don't even think he's a striker. Well, this this proves it. 86 games at Accrington, 23 goals. 73 at Rangers, 19 goals. But before, here's another one. Before he came to us, did he play a striker? I thought he was a winger attacking midfielder, 10 kind of role. I don't think he is, actually. And we just kind of stuck him up there because yeah, we needed I, him up there or I don't know. I mean, he's only scored 17 goals in 65 appearances for us and he only scored nine for Wigan. Wigan fans hate him, don't they? They don't really, uh, they don't really like him. It's probably what he did, uh, he did after. But, I but think then again, lot- he, don't, he don't get loads of assists either. He's only had uh, 13, 13, 8 and 4 and, uh, and that's over the course of like, what, how many games has he played? 300 games in his career, which is not exactly a, a great return either. So maybe he is a little bit Overrated. Yeah, let's assess him after he plays a full, uh, yeah, full, I mean, full season of games. I, I, I just think the thing with me is I, he just comes across a bit big time. That's <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, he's no, he's no Neil Mellor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. Right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, thanks everyone for listening. As always, do uh, make sure you leave a rating or a review if you have enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget you can also sign up to Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash WTID pod. Get all the interviews that we've done uh, and also uh, the um, the transfer. Uh, what we call it transfer rumor mill episode as well so if you don't get catch us live on twitter on wednesday at eight o'clock you can get the replay over on uh, over on patreon as well and you just help to support the uh, the podcast and allow us to do this what you you know what you listen to every single week so uh, yeah thank you very much for listening that's it do get involved uh, on twitter spaces on uh, on wednesday evenings at wtid pod on all the socials and uh, yeah we'll see you uh, We'll see you all later on this week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.